So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Wow, we have a blast from the past. Someone that I believe we first met about 10 years ago at another business seminar. And unbelievable. It's really cool to get reunited with people that you haven't seen in a long time. And I honestly, I even forgot. <laughs> and thankfully, Beate reminded me. And I was like, wow. And we have a lot of uh, good old stories to share. But Beate Charette is here and in the waiting green room ready to come through and just incredibly saturate us with her knowledge and her brilliance and her genius and her experience. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. And she'll be coming on very, very soon. I promise. But first, the Mind Body Business Show, it is a show that I had developed with you in mind. And that is the entrepreneur, the small business person, whoever is looking to gain an additional speed towards success in their own current business and in their life. And I bring on successful uh, entrepreneurs from all over the world. And they're always successful because they have achieved a lot. And I can't wait for Beate to tell you her story. She's got an amazing backstory and she has come a long way and crushed it. She has an incredible business with a, a full-blown team of other very influential individuals. So she's really done a lot with her time here on this earth and i cannot wait to share her brilliance with you and that is what this show is about is about the, what i call the three pillars of success mind being mindset of all of these successful people that i've interviewed and those that i had studied prior to starting the show to an individual each and every one of them had a very and has a very powerful positive and most importantly flexible mindset and body each of them takes care of themselves physically, nutritionally. Doesn't mean that they're perfect, not that they're a bodybuilder if they're a guy or a supermodel if they're a woman, but they take care of themselves because they understand that that will impact their outcome in life. And then business is multi, multifaceted. In business, these individuals, and I'm sure Beate is in, in this camp in all three cases, these individuals had mastered the skill sets that are necessary to create and build and scale a thriving business. Skill sets like marketing, systematizing, team building, leadership, sales. I mean, I could go on for quite some time. And the good news is you don't have to master every single one of those if you just mastered one, because let's, let's face it, to master anything takes a good deal of time. It's like becoming an expert takes on average, I think the number is 10,000 hours of focused effort. Mastering a skill set is similar. If you just master one skill set, though, you can then leverage the remainder of those skill sets that you may not yet or may ever, <laughs> may not ever uh, master because of the sheer time it takes. And that one skill set, if you master it, is the skill set of, well, does anybody want to know? I'm just curious. I just wait for somebody to say yes. I'm kidding. That skill set is the skill set of leadership. 
when you have mastered that or even as you're in the process of mastering it you can then bring on individuals into your team who have already mastered other skill sets that you have yet to again or me never uh, master fully and then you have now a team that brings in all the skill sets necessary to build a actual bona fide business and scale it and reach and serve more people and that is what it's all about and these individuals also to a person are also very avid readers of books and with that i like to segue very quickly into a quick little segment i affectionately call bookmarks bookmarks born to read bookmarks ready steady read bookmarks brought to you by reachyourpeaklibrary.com There you see it, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. A quick word of advice is that is write these resources down rather than clicking away and checking them out while you're listening to the show. If you're watching us live, if you're listening on podcast, stay focused, get out a pen and paper, whatever your favorite mode of, of taking notes is, and do that. And here's why I say that. I've spoken on many stages over the years and you know, when we're up on stage, we know the content. We know what is going to be impactful because we've gotten the feedback from the prior times doing it. And I would just cringe if I get, I'm getting close to the really juicy part and someone would get up and leave the room. And, you know, it's, they either had to go to the bathroom or they had that all important phone call or text message come through. And so I've always since then pre-framed and said, hey, look, the magic happens in the room. And so you want to stay here, stay focused. Not for me, not for me, but Biate. She is going to be dropping some incredible knowledge here tonight. And I would hate for you to miss one little nugget because all it takes is missing that one for you to miss out on improving your life forever. So I really want you to stay focused. This is just my advice to you. That is my soapbox moment. The Reach Your Peak Library, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. That is a site that I also had built with you in mind. And I know it sounds a little cheesy, but it was true because I myself was not a voracious reader until about the age of 47. That was about 11 years ago. Ooh, all the math whizzes out there are already doing that. Yeah, and um, I finally started reading at the age of 47 due to a mentor who I watched actually do it. He was listening on Audible, and I thought, oh, there's the game changer right there. I can listen. And so I began listening to books, and I, I, not every book is in here. I'm way behind, but there are plenty in here. These are all books I have personally read, and vet, meaning that not every book I've ever listened to is in this library because not everyone had a profound impact on me, either in business, in life, or in both circumstances. So this is here just for you as a one-stop shop. There is no rhyme or reason to the order they're in here. It's not by author name, not by title name. They are just kind of thrown in there as I told my team to add them to the site. And so if you find one you want to get, you can get it from this site. It goes straight to Amazon anyway. Go to your favorite bookstore. It really doesn't matter as long as you pick a book and start reading it right now. You might be an avid reader already. You can find your next read here. Maybe you haven't started yet. This is a great place to start. So that is yours, uh, your gift from me to you, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. And speaking of gifts, we got the biggest gift on the planet. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. It's Biati Chalette. Here she comes, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there she is, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it is the one. It is the only Beate Chalette. 
You know, I've been called many things. I don't think I've ever been called a gift. So uh, that's going to go into my introduction bio right now. I'm like, Brian Kelly calls me the gift. <laughs> and you are. You are a gift to so many. Uh, you're a gift to me just for being here tonight, uh, for us catching up on old times before we went live. That was totally. fun, too. My goodness. And uh, I've got to say, uh, Beate, I am, I am so duly impressed with what you've accomplished just by just by my own studying of you. Uh, and I can't wait to now verbally bring that out so that everyone can kind of catch on to your your coattails, so to speak. Uh, before we dive in deep, we're going to do a little what I, I would call housekeeping, but it's really honestly more like bookkeeping. We got to pay the bills here. So we're going to do a quick few ad spots. And then right when they're done, don't go anywhere. We're going to come right back with Beate Chalette. So don't go anywhere. Stay right here. See you in a little bit. Here we go. Hey, if you're watching the Mind Body Business Show live right now, then you will have the ability to win a five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort of your choosing, compliments of the Big Insider Secrets. What is it? It is a five-night vacation stay to one of many destinations across the world. You can see as we go through this very quickly, there's some in Branson and Daytona Beach, these are in the United States, all over the United States, New Orleans, San Diego. There's also Mexico. There's also the UK and Argentina. I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. Australia. At the end of this show, you will be go.com and register to receive automated notifications when we go live the next time. We do not spam, we do not even pitch any products or anything from that notification. It's just simply a way for you to know that we're live and now you can join us and you can also participate in this incredible, incredible prize and you do not want to miss this. So come on live and you do not want to miss a moment because of our incredible guest experts and we will reveal that at the very end. And if you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you, while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people and grow your business all at the same time, then write this down, carpetbombmarketing.com. Then head on over to it after the conclusion of tonight's show. Carpet Bomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. And to get a free lifetime membership to a phenomenal resource called the Reach Your Peak Club, your free membership will include instant access to deep discounts on major software, services, and top-shelf training courses that you need to run your successful business. Think of it as your entrepreneur discount house. Catapult your business to the next level, sign up for free now, and get a hotel discount card worth $200 just for joining. Then go and grab your deep discount. So write this down, and then after the show, once again, head on over to Reach Your Peak club.com all right now let's get back to the show yes for goodness sakes let's get back to the show who was that talking all that time good grief let's get on with it all right Beate Chalette is the growth architect and founder of the women's code and provides visionaries and leaders with strategies that grow your authority so that they can scale their impact Beate bootstrapped her passion for photography into a global business and, oh, I love this part, eventually sold it to none other 
than Bill Gates in a multi-million dollar deal. Ooh, congratulations and welcome to the show. I love that, yes. <laughs> you know, I am very excited to be here and I can't wait to dive into some of the details and give your audience some tangible takeaways, inspiration, motivation, or a swift kick in the behind. And you know what? That's what it takes, doesn't it? It takes love. That's love right there. Love isn't always just grabby, touchy, feely, huggy. It's about getting people the results they want by taking them to the things they may not want to hear or do. That is the most true thing ever spoken. I, I jokingly say people love change as long as it doesn't involve any change. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then when they're when they're presented with the change, they go like, Oh, you didn't you you didn't say that I needed to actually change something. And then we go to the second part of what I what I tell my clients. I said, look. You're only going to change if the pain of staying is greater than your fear of change. So you, you're going to have to feel it. So please, everybody listening, don't make it a rock bottom kind of thing before you make the changes. Ooh. If you feel that you need to make a change or something is not working, the proof is in the pudding. Listen up. You're listening to the right show while we're at it. You know, make sure you give them a five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast or wherever you're watching the show. Tell him something sweet. He does this as a labor of love and make sure you subscribe to the show. Oh, man, you get to come on as many times as you want. You keep that up. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> didn't expect that. And and the beautiful thing, I love what I get to do, Abiate, because I get to expose in a great way, get more exposure for wonderful, amazing guests like yourself who have achieved a level of success and can use that experience and help others to achieve a similar level of success. And let's all be honest, this doesn't happen overnight. It takes perseverance, discipline. And on that note, uh, Beate, if you'd be open to telling your story, your backstory, uh, it's a great one. I was reading all about it and I'd love to hear what you went through, the trials, and then what was your breakthrough moment and what was the key to your success in breaking through? Yeah, um, there's certainly a lot to unpack. So, you know, I, I give you permission to interrupt, jump in and ask questions, raise your hand, whatever, because it is a it's quite it's quite the story. My story starts really like a lot of the stories is the unruly kid that just didn't fit in looking airplanes flying other places. And I'm from Germany originally. And in Germany, just in case you haven't noticed, we take everything exceptionally seriously. So when when we did an aptitude test in school. Brian, they give me like these 16 pages. And in these 16 pages, they say, are you afraid of being, you know, uh, up on a ladder or afraid of heights? No. Do you like being outside? Yeah, of course. Uh, are you afraid of carrying physical weight? No, I'm young. I'm healthy. And at the end of these 16 pages, Brian, you will never guess what, the, what it said that I should be. Uh, lumberjack. R roofer you are wow. really close yes wow. <laughs> a roofer and wow. i said well you know i mean i don't really think entirely this is the this is my my chosen profession and so i learned very quickly that what i wanted to do is you know being a creative and making money you know with creativity and that that wasn't wasn't really the narrow path or the straight and arrow so I became a photographer against all odds, realized very quickly that I'm better at the business than the creative side. Huh. There is a, you know, 
be a great artist, Brian. And I know you've been around musicians and all kinds of artists in your life. It takes time to develop a style and to be really good at something. And the business just was easier for me. So I became a photo editor at Elle magazine at 23. Mm. Uh, already had a, a massive dream job. And I was bored out of my mind. <laughs> and I figured how important can something be that changes all the time. And I don't think that was the right attitude to work at Elle magazine. And so I went on an adventure, immigrated to the United States. I fell in love. The man had two flaws. He was a pathological liar and an alcoholic. Ugh. And then, then the, the dark time began. And so for 13 years, I was making a headway. And then somebody came with a frying pan and hit me over the head. And we're talking about big things. We're talking about the employee that got too close to the key vendor. And then next thing I know, invoices I wrote up being paid to them. So they figured out how to run a business, my business, without me. Next thing I'm in this big lawsuit, I'm deep in debt. You know, I'm from Germany. I'm, you know, barely 30. I haven't figured out, you know, that lawsuit in the United States means that attorneys get rich and it's not about right or wrong. And so I'm $130,000 in debt. I think I'm getting out of it. And production season rolls around. I was working with companies like Levi Strauss, Homeboy, Macy's, um, Fredericks of Hollywood, BMW, and... Next thing, you know, I have this like half a million dollars on the books, Brian, and I'm going like, okay, I'm deep in debt with a lawsuit. I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to skirt by because I have production volume. So I'm going to be employed for a little bit longer. And then September 11th comes and wipes out everything in a day. It's over. Like literally it was over in 24 hours. Lawsuit settles. I kind of, you know, go ahead, fall back. Now we're talking fires, floods, riots, earthquake. I mean, it just kept coming and coming and coming. And I'm going like, is this ever going to end? So now I am rebuilding after the lawsuit settled and I came up with nothing. And I have to go deeper into debt again because now I have this brilliant idea of the stock photography agency that does these architectural interior and at-home images. So all these at-home stories, Madonna, Julian Moore, Francis Ford Coppola, we were the ones that brought these doors to the market. And because I was a photo editor at Elle magazine and had a photography background, I knew exactly what to do with those and how to sell them. But it was very expensive to build the digital CRM, you know, the, the digital management system and pieces mm -hmm. like that. I fly to Germany. My dad has a stroke. My dad didn't have a stroke, Brian. My dad had pancreatic cancer. And my best friend, my biggest cheerleader, my biggest supporter dies within six weeks. Yeah. And I'm $135,000 in debt. I'm standing in Nether Bavaria on top of this, this, this little hill with this beautiful Baroque church. Just buried my dad. My phone rings. It's my office in Los Angeles. We've just been served a notice. So now we're losing the house. And in that moment, you know, we always talk about defining moments, which is what you said. What is the defining moment? That was the defining moment because I fell on my knees, Brian. I raised my fist and I yelled at God. And I said, if you have... If you have a plan, this would be an excellent time to fill me in right now because I did everything. And I thought I did everything right and I couldn't get ahead. So I did what you have to do to be successful. You have to surrender. Mm. So what did I do? I said, okay, 
if bankruptcy is it, you know, I went back to Los Angeles, looked up bankruptcy attorney, had in my speed dial. I'm like, maybe I'll have like a month, maybe two months left. And then it's just game over. I mean, it, it just is what it is. You know, I, I have to figure out how to move out this house, find another place. I don't even know how any of this is going to happen. I get a letter from the White House. The White House. And in my desperation, I had written a letter to the President of the United States because my former mother-in-law terrorized me with that. She says, you got to write a letter to the president. If anybody can help you, it's president of the United States. He's your president too. Why haven't you written a letter to the president? I'm like, fine, I'm just going to write the damn letter. So just, we don't ever have to talk about this. Yeah. I get a letter from the white house. So this letter now puts me in touch with a small business administration, not with some underling, but with the deputy chief director, the second in command, because the letter comes from the white house. I walk in, he says, I put in what you put in three months later. They had found me a bank that was going to be restructuring my debt, 135000 wow. in a 10-year fixed loan that freed up my line of credit. Three months later, we are break even. 18 months later, I am the world leader in my category. That's when a Bill Gates company came and says, Beate. Will you tell us how you do it? Like any decent woman. I said, no, <laughs> you want it. You pay for it. They say, how much do you want? I said, I want a couple million. And they said, okay. And that's how I sold my business to Bill Gates. Wow. What was the business? It was the photography based. Yes. The business was photography based. It was a stock photography syndication okay. that took uh, architectural and interior images. So if you go to your bank and you see the beautiful image of the house that say refinance your home, we would supply that image. Uh, you did business with Coldwell Banker and you see an image on their brochures. We supplied that. If you go to Home Depot, you get a paint brochure and you see all these houses. We provide those images. You pick up a magazine and you look at Madonna's house, Julian Moore's house, Francis Ford Coppola, Simon Baker, whatever they're called. We provided all of these at home stores. We sold them into 79 countries in the world. That's awesome. And I'm going to ask you a question that probably nobody ever asks. You just sold your business for $2 million. What did you do next? Oh, it was more than that. It was, it was, it was more than that, but I can't, I, I can't disclose it much, but it was, was, was way, way more than that. Okay, um, good. What I did next, I did go to Neiman Marcus with money in my bank and my daughter. And I'm going like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something I always wanted to do. I'm going to go and I'm going to look at stuff and I'm going to buy stuff and I'm not going to look at the price tag. So I'm at Neiman Marcus. I'm looking at a t-shirt. I'm going $200. <laughs> That's nuts. I'm looking at a, my daughter comes with this Burberry coat. She says, hey, mom, look at this. Look at what I found, like $5,000 for a coat. And then I'm standing there and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I know why I never spent that kind of money in a coat or a t-shirt. And I'm certainly not going to start now because it was absolutely meaningless to me. So I turned around, I left Neiman Marcus, and then I sat down and I said, I have a feeling that my purpose in life now is to share the information on how do you get to do what I did and not buy expensive clothes. There you go. Oh, my goodness. You know what that is? I call that a bomb dropping moment right there. Yes. Smart bombs, knowledge bombs, bombs of wisdom. And that is that is awesome. That is awesome. So that's a perfect segue 
to what is it you're doing today? I'm, I'm guessing that this is somewhat relatable to what you're doing today. Is if, I want to make sure I got that right first. <laughs> Maybe. Yes, 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 it, abs it, it absolutely is. Uh, today, I work with a lot of visionaries and thought leaders, people that have big ideas, oftentimes crazy ideas, oftentimes creatives, but don't have to be. And I help them to grow their authority and scale their impact. And our vision is very tight, tightly connected to helping our clients scale their impact. So if our clients don't scale their impact, then we are failing because I want it to be deeply connected to that. And we do that by developing strategies, systems, and workflows, all the stuff that a lot of people really don't like doing because they have a, con a perception about this being something, whatever, boring, not fun. We love it. And we, we, we build all the systems you need to grow your authority and scale your impact. And we have phenomenal clients. We do really powerful work and we love it. Who are your clients? What is your, uh, what's your ideal target market? Is it individuals, small business owners, corporations, everything in between? So we, we do a lot, um, we do work a lot with service providers, coaches, experts, consultants that are service-based uh, businesses that have to figure out how to get out of the money for time calculation. And we do that by helping them build their signature system. And then the signature system then becomes their method and the method then gets divided into pieces. And then these pieces they can train other people in to do. So now they can, you know, and that's how you scale your impact. You can't scale yourself. You can, a single, a single provider can get to maybe a million, million five if you're on the burnout formula. But more than that, you can't do on your own. You have to, you have to really grow the business. And um, our clients include people. We have a client in, uh, in the UK who does a an ethical framework for artificial intelligence for luxury brands. She's also one of our great success stories. We built her system. She walks out the door a week later, she closed a $50,000 contract. Ooh. And, um, because she finally knew how to talk about it. We, you know, we had a consulting company in Buffalo, New York that went out and they wanted to figure out how they would sort of package their faced approach to selling. They walked out and actually within 24 hours, they closed a hundred thousand dollar deal because they now knew how to, you know, how to package that piece. So that's who we work for is we work for people that really want to take their work to the next level and make that kind of an impact. I love it. And what typically, where are they in their business? Are, do they, are you looking at businesses that have a certain amount of revenue so that they can afford your services and that, the, that you're the right person for them at the right time? Um, what, what levels do you work with? Yeah, I mean, we, we we typically don't work with startups unless they're funded. Um, we work with people that have been in business for a couple of years that are at least at a, you know, at a two fifty thousand dollar revenue because, it, you know, it costs money. It, you, you put two things in. It is time or money. We work with people that already spend time that now need to put the money in because they don't have any more time to play around. Yeah, because you can learn everything on your own, and and I know Brian, you you know this. You 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 go to conferences, you do self development, you read the books. Everything is what they say, figureoutable, but <laughs> but the point is, 
should you figure this out on your own or should you hire somebody who does that for you? Yes, you can do your own IT. Yes, you can do your own website. Yes, you can do your own accounting. Yes, you can do your own marketing. Yes, you can do your own brand. Yes, you can do your own Canva. Yes, you can do all of this yourself. But should you? If you are the CEO, we work with people that understand they need to be the CEO and the visionary and they need systems to help other people to do the pieces that they don't want to or can't do anymore so they can actually scale their company. I love this. This is so on point because I'm literally in the throes of darn near completing one of the systems I've been working on myself for a number of years now. And it includes a boatload of of settings, automation, technology, and I'm putting together SOPs so that anybody with a brain literally could follow these instructions and do what I'm doing now for that very reason, because I looked at it and go, holy smokes, there is no way I can scale this business. Um, there's no way. If I get two more clients right now, I'd be completely bogged down. Yeah. And <clears throat> that's just from building out the client to get it started. That That's the most arduous. Then the day-to-day, -day, that that's already in place and running and humming like a well-oiled machine. And I have a team for that as well as myself. So I've got that part done. So I get that, what you're talking about, that progression. And the, the magical word you said that Meyer got big on was systems. That That's all of it put together. And <clears throat> it's getting the help you need with the knowledge that you need, that they have abilities to do the things you need them to do. But you know, if you find re things that are tasks that are repeatable, I think everyone should ask themselves, is this something I really need to be doing? Can I be off making that sale versus turning the crank and being the technician and taking care of all the little day-to-day -day things? And the answer is obviously right here. It's uh, Beate is telling you, it's get help, get out of your ego. <clears throat> that, that was the number one reason, I think, most people don't go and after the help before they do. Is, are you finding that at all to be the case? I'm just, I'm curious because I that was me and I've, I've seen it and heard it literally with close friends of mine who I'm like, get help, it's time and they won't do it. Yeah, I think that there is a, there's a lot at, at play here. So number one, we have to remember that our educational system teaches us that there all the information exists. We have to learn it, regurgitate it, and then we get an A. And then we go to the next one. We learn the information that exists. We regurgitate it. We get an A. Some of us then watch National Geographic or the History Channel. And now that they're finding new dinosaurs, we go like, we told you so. You can't take any information for granted. Now they have to go and rewrite certain pieces of the history because they're now finding out that what they told us is actually not true. So an entrepreneur is somebody who looks at this and says, is it true? Can I take this as a fact? Or is this the story that people tell themselves because we are trained to not think for ourselves? But an entrepreneur is somebody who needs to push the envelope. So that's, I think, number one that falls into it. Number two, it's the good girl or the good boy syndrome is uh, be frugal. Don't spend any money. Um, are you saving enough money? Be careful. Uh, Somebody can take this away from you. I'm not really sure who can take anything away from you, but you know, maybe Silicon Valley Bank can. But um, <laughs> but but you have to be you have to be really clear about that on whether you are following a trail of thought that somebody else put in your head, and on whether that's a true story or not. So number three, if you think that growing does not hurt, yeah. you are sadly mistaken. Oh, yeah. You're going to be battered and bruised. My daughter's pregnant. 
And so around, I, I say around week like 16, she goes like, man, mom, my, my, my stomach hurts so bad. I'm like, yeah, it's like your muscles are separating so the baby can plop out <laughs> and it's stretching. And she says, nobody told me that was going to hurt. I said, well, what were you thinking? You think you're going to have a tummy out to here and then that's not going to hurt. So growth in business <laughs> is just like that. If it plops out, if it grows, it's going to hurt. Oh, my gosh. You know, you're, you're seeing some great stuff, uh, and I love it, all of it. The entrepreneur, basically, they, that they think for themselves. And then and then as entrepreneurs, are like, why is marketing so hard? It's because who you're marketing to questions everything. So you have to be good at it. And then, uh, then the you know, the, the good boy, good girl uh, syndrome as well, and that growing, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Growing, that's a great one. But a lot of the concepts you're talking about are in a book that I just finished reading called The Millionaire Fast Lane by – uh, MJ DeMarco. It's a, a guy I've never heard of before. And I was like, wow, if you want to follow education, like you were talking about, Beate, that that's the way to, it, that's the way, uh, to go get wealth slowly, uh, you know, invest in 401ks, wait till you're 60 and too old to use it and have fun with it. Or you can do what this gentleman and you are alluding to, I believe, and that has become your own business person, uh, control your own destiny, become an entrepreneur, be a business owner. And that takes everything you've just said, the systems, the processes, the discipline. Uh, my God, how much, how many times, Beate, I'm really curious about this. How many times in the course of going through all this, did you say, I feel like quitting? I've had enough. Uh, today, as a matter of fact, um, you know, we were just restructuring um, total behind the scenes, total honesty here. You know, we were, I brought on a salesperson. So, you know, in, in the strategies that we teach, Brian, we, uh, we are telling people that they need to have a strategy every quarter that they're focusing on. So our strategy for Q4 last year was to fix our lead generation. So we did that. Our strategy for Q1 is sales and the sales process and to really look at the sales process. So I'm brought in a high ticket closer and um, you know business growth advisor to who has done this before is better at this than I am and who's telling me what to do, which I do not like but I know I need it. Yep. So so I have a lot of anxiety around this because it's costing me money that obviously I don't have because I'm doing this because I'm building something. Um, my subconscious mind is volunteering everything I've ever felt and failed at in my entire life uh, today and yesterday. I'm sick like a dog yesterday. You know, I was like suddenly getting a head cold. I can't breathe. I'm going like, man, my my subconscious is like putting up a show here for me to prevent me <laughs> yeah. from going to that next level. It is my inner resistance that I have successfully mm. manifested externally because as the outer, so the inner. And now I'm going like, okay, if I'm that good at manifesting my own doubts so that, that I've literally headed up to here, right, with my stuffy nose up to here, <laughs> then what would happen if I redirect that into a different mindset and manifest what I actually want to manifest? Mm. But there is definitely growing pain. So today I was sitting there and I'm going like, oh, oh, I forgot to pay my city taxes and they are now overdue a month. So now they're going to slap me with, with um, penalties. But... I was out sick. I had surgery. I was out for a couple of weeks, you know? So I'm like going like doing my wah, wah, wah thing the entire time. <laughs> I'm going like, well, 
what are you going to do? Right. I mean, you're going to have to pay it. And I'm going like, well, is it even worth it? Like, why am I even paying so much money to the city of Los Angeles, you know, doing business in California? It's insane. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. yes, these moments come at every time you grow, because if you're not growing, you are okay where you are. Yeah. If you're okay where you are, you're growing. In, in spirituality, we see you're either growing or you're dying. So if the tree loses all its leaves in the fall, am I going to say to the tree, dude, I told you, you don't put those nutrients in, you're going to lose all your leaves. You're going to look like crap throughout the winter, right? The tree doesn't care. The tree goes like, ah, oh, I don't care. I'm doing what I'm supposed to. I'm going to shed all my my leaves and next year's leaves are going to be even better because I'm going to grow in the meantime. I'm going to get everything ready until it's time. So if it exists in nature, it must be existing for me because we are all on the same planet. So why would I think that this principle of growth naturally occurs literally everywhere you look until the human gets involved? So if I believe that this natural growth rhythm mechanism works, so, but not for me. That's just idiotic if you really think about it. So then if I shift then and say I'm part of that and it's possible, it must be possible for me, then it's not can I, but then it's how can I? And now I shifted yeah. the whole perception. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, there is a reason there is a phrase called growing pains. <laughs> and that is because there is pain involved at times. Oh my goodness, we have somebody, you and I, I'm sure you, we have both run into, and Mr. Christopher Roush is in our presence. Got a rock star up in here, Mr. Brown. Oh my gosh, I didn't know he was writing about me. I clicked it before I even read it. Um, thank you so much, Christopher, you're awesome. Yes, and that's right, Beate, love it. He's he's on a roll. Dude, you're looking awesome, proud of you. Oh, but there's a side story to that. And the reason I'm looking better than I was before is because of something Christopher helped me with as my coach. He did a freaking awesome, about 275 hard. I don't know what that is. I've read about it. I don't know if I want to go through any more, but we'll see. We'll talk later. Uh, it's number 75 hard. That's like, I don't know what that is. 75 days of drinking like gallons of water or something. I don't know what that is, but it's another uh, thing to stay healthy. So I lost over 20 pounds uh, just recently. Look, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was I was looking, you know, like you, you, you're looking good, but... Oh, um, thanks. I, yeah, I you get, know, we don't I we don't it. even know if you can say that anymore, but I just said it publicly. So you're looking good. <laughs> thanks. I know. And that that's crazy. We gotta be careful what we say to each other. That's just ridiculous. But yeah, I, I got to be a quite the chunky monkey. It uh, I was way overweight and lots of life events and and well, I, you I'm had not... some real real tough stuff happen there for you in the last two years if i may if i remember that right really You're right stuff, yeah. yeah i mean my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer went through the whole thing surgery and chemo and radiation that was that was just i don't know how it was for her i mean i know it was not good at all but it it decimated me she's my why uh just to watch her go through all that and then then my dad advanced dementia got scammed out of 30k i became his enemy he had guns i stayed away from him blah 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 and that was a year ago and we're finally getting to the finish line on that one and finally getting back to life but during all that time i you know i used excuses i shouldn't have but i did and i just drank almost every night i ate the wrong stuff because i drank i ate salt and stuff that i shouldn't 
And I just ballooned over time and was like, wow, who is this? Who is this Macy's Day parade floating by my mirror in the bathroom? It's like, my God. <laughs> if yeah. people start calling you Santa, you know you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That Luckily, that didn't happen I because I, I just stayed indoors all the time. <laughs> and COVID, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I think it happened to a lot of people is that... Um, and and actually, that's a really good thing. Maybe you should talk about uh, Brian. And I'm really thrilled that you opened up and were showing some vulnerability and humanity here. But I think that a lot of times when we have these really challenging situations and we allow ourselves to fall into it, there comes a point where you go like, I'm so far into it. What does it even matter now? And then you know, I, whatever, like with weight, you know, I gained 20 pounds. What difference does it make if it's 20 or 30 or 40? Yeah. But to have that moment, that marker then in the road where you catch yourself and you say, it is really never too late. My dad taught me something very, very important that I want to share. And he said to me, at the end of the day, before you go to bed, you look in the mirror and you have to be okay with the person that looks back at you because that's who you go to bed with. Hmm. That's cool. That's powerful too. And I and I didn't know what he meant until much, 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 much later. When you go to sleep, you brush your teeth, you look in the mirror, you go like, man, I screwed up here. I drank too much. I ate the wrong thing. I said something really stupid. I shouldn't have made that phone call. You know, I did this. I did that. And then you hate yourself so you can't sleep. Now you're having another miserable day the following day again. And so... When somebody says to me, what do I do? Where do I start? I say, you look in the mirror and you tell me who you want to be. And then we figure out how do you become that. It's so true. We are our own worst enemy most of the time. Telling, you know, The self-talk is brutal, uh, far more brutal than people that don't even like us. I mean, we're, we're horrible to ourselves. I used to be a certified personal trainer and I would have people where I'd say, you know, one of the things I'd say, do push-ups, uh, do 10 of them. It was all body weight and bands and stuff. And uh, then some would do four or five and they'd get up and you could see they're dejected. I'm like, what, what's wrong? I, I didn't do all 10. So they're kicking themselves. They're like beating themselves up internally that they failed. And I said, no, 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 no. I want you right now to take your hand, pat yourself on the back and say, good job for doing those four, because that's all you could do at the moment. You did everything you could. That is a reward, not a, you did not fail. You succeeded. And that's the thing that, we all internally need to change our stinking thinking about ourselves and give, our, give ourselves credit for what we did do, not for what we think that we didn't do or didn't achieve. That's it. That's it in a nutshell is the, I call this in my book, the superhuman paradox. And it goes something like this, that we look at the best attributes of people we admire, our friends, I look at Susie and Susie does the most amazing organic meals. I look at Mary. Mary is an amazing mom. I look at, at Kelly. Kelly's got like the best relationship forever and ever and ever. They still after what, 35 years can keep their hands off each other. What the heck? You know, so I look at all these people and I go like, I need to be the accumulation yes. of the best attributes of all of my friends. Yes. So true. That's insane and unachievable, but that's what we do to ourselves. So we in this perpetual, perpetual path of dissatisfaction. Now, if we if we extrapolate this 
forward for our businesses. And you are that business owner. Going back to what you earlier said, why do people not let up control? It's that. Because they feel they have to be the best at every single task. Yep. You cannot scale your business unless you look at the graphic designer and you say, I'm hiring somebody who's better than me. Until <laughs> you look at the web programmer and you say, yeah, I could do WordPress, but I shouldn't. I'm going to hire somebody who's better than me. Sales, I'm I'm good at sales. Am I excellent at sales? No. Am I good at follow-up? Mm. I'm going to have to hire somebody who's better than I am. Yeah. That's when I scale. But in for, but to let the control go, Brian? That's hard. Can be hard. But the cool thing is once you've done it, it, it there was such an epiphany for me, uh, Beate, when I first got bona fide help. I mean, I had apprentices that worked with me for 90 days at a time, and they did 10 hours a week. It wasn't a whole lot. And a lot of that was my commitment to helping to teach them. It was an agreement. And then I got a bona fide, no kidding, VA and an agency behind them. And my whole mind shifted in so many wonderful ways because what I used to say no to, someone would ask me, hey, can you do this? Would you mind converting, taking everything from my current CRM into the one you use because you you are an automation freak and you seem to be good at it? And I said, this time I said, well, actually, yeah, maybe. Um, tell me what you need and then I'll get back to my team and I'll come back to you. So I went to my team and said, how many hours would this take? Did the math, how much that would cost me? doubled the price because I'm paying next to nothing for my VAs and I made a profit for doing nothing for coordinating. And I thought, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> I don't have to say no at every turn. I still do say no. There are certain things that just I've got my team maxed out on on things to do right now. And I'm at a point where I need to actually add more people. And that's a good thing. I'm enjoying where I'm at right now. So yeah, I don't even know what brought that on. You mentioned your book. Do you have that handy? I want everybody to see that. Oh, good. Yeah, so the book is called Happy Woman, Happy World, Your Foolproof Fix to Get from Overwhelmed to Awesome. It is a book that I wrote specifically for women in leadership. However, if you look at the book, it is a paperback book. It is light, so it can fit in a purse, and it has short chapters, so you can leave it in the bathroom. And so that the man you're with or your partner can pick it up in the bathroom and read a short chapter. That's why I have a lot of testimonial from men mm. who have read this and said, oh my God, it's a game changer. I finally understand my woman. And um, it's like having the playbook of the other team. That's what I was thinking Ooh, when I was writing it. The playbook of the other team. I'm trying to think of who that got. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Exactly. Like that. That's why it's happy woman, happy world. You know, we, 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 we kind of like wanted to do a next up but in business, because the, the truth of the matter is women and men lead differently. Um, like men and women behave differently. They think differently. They have emotional different capacities. And instead of trying to beat each other's throat for not being the same, yeah. it, this is really about understanding where men are coming from. And I'm going to give you one example, and then everybody's going to go, oh, my God, this makes so much sense. So I was writing the book. I was hitting a massive writer's block. And I was talking to a friend at the time and Jack felt really bad for me. And he's like, you know, it's going to be okay. And then the next day he proceeds to tell me all the things I should be doing. And I'm going like, dude, what the heck is wrong with you? I mean, 
I, I, I mean, you know, I'm writing the book. I'm, I'm, I'm fully qualified to write the book. And, and I was so mad at him. And then I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Why am I assuming that he's doing this to hurt me? Mm -hmm. What he did, he stayed up until three o'clock in the morning. He felt so bad for me that he was researching mm. all kinds of tools to help me to push through my writer's block. Now, if I now go back and say, you know what, that is so damn cute and so sweet that you did that for me and that just shows how much you care about me finishing this book, I'm so eternally grateful. But my initial reaction was like, <laughs> and so yeah. that's that's what I that's what I talk about in the book on understanding the difference between a helping hand and a poking stick. Mm. Yeah, and it all comes down to this. It, there's a magical word that I always talk about. It's it's understanding one's intentions. So it depends on the intention, not the result that came about as a result of it. So a lot of times people are judged on the outcome when in fact the intention was to help, even though it may have actually counteracted what they were trying to get done, but the intention was out of love, out of, out of helping like uh, your friend as well. And it's like, if we could, as humans, tap more into thinking about, but I wonder what their intention was, let's go there first, not about our initial reaction like you just did, of, hey, don't tell me how to do what I'm doing, um, then we would all I think get along better and I, you know, God bless that we are different men and women because you know, opposites attract and oh, yeah, I couldn't be uh, yeah. I couldn't imagine if women are like guys, that'd be nasty. I, I wouldn't want to be with myself either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's like, no, nah, no, thanks. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, I, I do. I do really like the masculine, you know, just, just, just saying here. Yes. I, I think this is very true that the intention, you know, I work with a high performance coach and she always, she always says to me, did you clarify that that's where he's coming from? I'm like, no, it is so obvious. And she goes, but is it? Or is it a trigger of yours that runs a story? I'm like, oh, come on, go away. <laughs> she says, this is about you, not him. Nope. This is about how you perceive this. And I think it's the same thing in business, which every business owner who wants to carpet bomb needs to be clear about is that you will hit the fear and you will get triggered. Your subconscious will vol volunteer everything you've ever done wrong in your entire life. Every time you lost money, every time you believed in somebody wrong, sure. every time, you know, something had a glitch, you know, went sideways, changed its direction, whatever that is, that will happen. But you need to be clear if this is to be switched in curiosities like, oh, look at that, that old story. Boy, 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 this is so persistent. Thank you so much for showing up. Now I know what I still have to work on, but no, go away. I'm going to do it anyway. That's when you need the courage to overcome the fear. Yeah, perseverance, uh, d discipline, determination. And that's why being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. It takes one hell of a thick skin and and beating our heads against the wall sometimes literally uh, in addition that's why i have so much padding background i was just saying that is that why you have the padding yeah it, it helps <laughs> me when i want to beat my head in no i don't but um i could it wouldn't feel too bad so it doesn't 
serve the purpose <laughs> of bashing my brains in. But no, I mean, it's it's a difficult thing to be an entrepreneur and uh, because you're in charge uh, and that's what everybody wants to be is to run their own ship. But that comes with its own consequences. And that is that you're in charge. <laughs> so you got to you got to just pull up your pants and or your or pull down your dress. I don't know how which way that goes, but <laughs> and uh, do do the work that needs to be done. The, the good, the bad. And there is the ugly as well. Oh, yes. Lisa Harvey is in the house. She says from YouTube, I can't wait to read your book. I am a copywriter and it gets crazy sometimes trying to balance work, promoting my company and handling sales and everything that comes along with growing a business. Yes. Yes. yes I, I have a concept. That. I have a concept for you that's called egorithm, where I help you to Ooh. actually figure out what kind of life rhythms there are, which one you are in and why and how you should set a priority. Mm, priorities, man. Oh, you are just good grief. It's almost like you know what you're doing, Beate. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm, I've made enough mistakes and I paid for all of them and I own them. And yes, you know, I always say to people, you know, sometimes when people say, well, you know, do you have to be so direct? I'm like, look, yes. if I've done, if I've done it, if I've made the mistake, if I know what works and what doesn't, do you rather have me just tell you? So you can make your own decision on whether or not that's you want to do, or do you want me to be in gestalt and tell you all these kinds of examples and then hope that you figure it out? And then they go like, uh, just tell me. Yeah. Do you want the sugar-coated version or do you want the one that works? That might Yeah, no, sugar-coat, I think that's neither one of our thing, is it? No. No. No uh, time. So great. Uh, you know, it got to... I, I was learning to speak from stage. I mean, I had done it a couple of times and then I got involved with a mentor and he had a team and on his team was this incredible speaking coach, even though he didn't come off and say that's what he was. I'd go on stage and he'd be in the back of the room. And when I'd say something, I could see, you know, as a speaker, you can see everything, everything and everybody. It's amazing the vision you have up there. And he's all the way in the back behind the table. And all I see is him do this Pen goes up, pen goes down, he starts writing. And I'm up on stage going, oh, shit, what did I just say? You know, <laughs> as I'm presenting in the middle of it. And the, the interesting thing is the first time I went through this and after I was done later in that evening, he gave me feedback. We call it feedback. And it hurt. I thought, wow, I suck. And that didn't feel good. But he didn't do it to hurt me. He did it out of love to help me improve. And once I got over that initial sting, which took nearly the rest of that night, the next time I went up on stage, his feedback was still that there are things to improve, but it was also, you have improved like twofold. Uh, really? Okay. So let's get in the mindset of it's about the results, not the journey. I mean, it is about the journey, but the, your focus is on the outcome, not on all the crap that goes on in between. And it got to a point. So he did this time and time again. He was masterful. His name's John Kurth, great friend of mine. And he's a, he's a, he's a genius. Uh, English language and other things, scripting. And I got to the point where if he didn't show up, if he, for whatever reason, he could not make it during one of my segments of up on stage, I actually felt slighted that I was not going, <laughs> I was not going to get that harm, that harsh feedback that was straight between the eyes that only did any, nothing but make me 10 times better the next time I went up on stage. I could not wait for him to tell me what else I needed to alter and and shift i couldn't wait and if i he wasn't there i was like oh man this is like a wasted this is like a wasted session i don't even want to do this today because yeah you know so 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 what i'm hearing here is that maybe maybe you should spend a minute on that for your audience um 
coachability. Yeah. Oh, Be yes. Because that is, you know, I had somebody apply to be on my podcast. And so we have a pre-show. And in the pre-show, you know, she, she gives me, I said, what do you do? And she gives me a sales pitch. And I said, that's really great. I said, but what strategy to build your authority are you going to share on my podcast? And she says, a good host should know how to ask the proper questions. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> she's being combative. Uh, and she is challenging me. And I said, if you go, if you want to come on my show and you expect me to dig around and and unearth the nuggets we are not we're not on dateline here and we are not on investigative journalism you're on a podcast you know this very that's why we do this pre-call and and then she just wouldn't stop and she she got really feisty and i'm like no and i knew that she wasn't coachable because yeah. she didn't want to hear it so i think i'm gonna like maybe like put the spotlight on you here for a second why don't you tell everybody on what coachable means because i think that's something we need to share yeah, and coachable is simply unwilling to change because your ego's in the way that you're not going to listen to somebody and do it their way because you think you've got the answers. And many of us do have a lot of the answers. Many of us do have the ability to be successful. It's just when are you going to listen to someone who's achieved a higher level of success than you have that's already been there, done that, bought the T-shirt? When are you just going to let go and let them in and and just let the, so when you experience it for the first time, when you experience like, wow, that was awesome. It sucked going through it, but now I'm on the other side of it. And wow, that, that was very impactful. That'll open the floodgates to you letting go of your ego and seeking more coaches, more mentors, more people to give you the feedback that it doesn't hurt as bad anymore because you know they're coming from a place of they want to see you succeed. Oftentimes you're paying for it. And of course, they want you to succeed. So you'll keep paying them. Uh, so it's a win-win. And that's not a bad thing. And you will continue to improve. But it's just getting to that first major one where it does feel like, crap, this is nasty. I don't like it. And yeah, if you're, you're, if you're talking to someone like that before they come on your podcast, my, I would venture to guess they were not yet all that incredibly successful in their business because that is you know what it's, it's so it's so true that you say that because that's exactly what happened because she was mm. talking about we and the team and my whatever and and the proprietary process our proprietary software our team building uh personality assessments i says oh you developed your own proprietary personality assessment she says no i said everybody uses personality assessments as a coach i mean you know, you kind of can't really sell me on that as a specialty. <laughs> and that was already, you know, the flag. And then I looked at her website and it was like, me, 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 me. And that's usually a sign. Actually, it was like we, we, this was the we, we website. Um, that's typically a sign of <laughs> we, we website. Uh, that's typically a sign of people that still have to prove their point and have to convince you that they're worthy to show up. Yeah. And if you have to do that, people smell it from a mile away. Yeah. Confidence comes from you not having to prove your point. Yes. It's like a dog that can sense fear. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, talk about that a lot. I just looked at the time, uh, Beata. I cannot what happened? believe this. What happened? What? I don't know. I don't know. We were just having a chat and all of a sudden we're an hour in. It's like unbelievable. And we do have a couple of gifts to give away. Okay, so, let's do um, it. Let's do that. And then 
I still have one closing question I'm going to ask you, so you cannot leave. It's no, no I won't. No, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm determined to be here until the very end. I'm testing you because I'm telling you what to do. See if you how you react. No, you did great. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you later. I'm, I'm going to put up a good face for the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing, everyone. It is okay to have fun in your business. Please make that part of your business uh, and be light when you can. There's a place and time for being serious, and it's very rare in my occasion. I'm always having fun. Um, so, yeah, so we have a couple giveaways. You have one, Beate, and I hope that it's still the same one that you remember from way back in the day when you first put in all this information. I'll flash it on the screen. You tell me, give me a nod or a uh-uh, and I'll, I'll react accordingly. Yes. So the airtight avatar right. is when you are unclear who you're serving and or you're not making enough money and you need to really look at uh, who you're selling to. Airtight avatar takes 10 to 15 minutes. It's all done for you. The second one, see there, easy peasy. Um, and then I know I gave you a second one. Yep, I'm pulling it up here and boom. And that is the success blueprint uh, at successblueprint.biz. This is where you can figure out what are the three essential must-have pieces, the elements you must have to be successful. So real quick for everyone that's listening on podcasts only, we got three websites to hand out to you. The first and the most important is beatechalette.com. And how do you spell that? Good question. It is B-E-A-T-E-C-H-E-L-E-T-T-E.com. It's kind of like Chevrolet, but there's no vro in it. Chalette. It's beatechalette.com. And then the second one is the first gift that she's giving. Thank you so much for the gifts. These are awesome. And that is Airtight Avatar. So it's A-I-R-T-I-G-H-T-A-V-A-T-A-R.com. Wow, say that three times fast. I can't say it once fast. And then <laughs> the last one, thank you for making this one easy, successblueprint.biz. <laughs> so successblueprint.biz. I think everyone knows how to spell those. So um Go check all of that out. These are all gifts from Beate. Uh, and just like she is a gift to us here on this show, I'll say it a second time just to gift. really make that sink in. And um, you know what? Give you the the props you deserve. And that's what it comes down to in all seriousness uh, from my from my side of the fence. Oh, we have, what do we have here? Yes, uh, Lisa Harvey says, thank you. Uh, definitely take advantage of that, Lisa. And then uh, definitely before we leave, I'm going to ask you, uh, Beate, and, and remind me if I forget, is the best way for people to reach out to you to get in touch with you about developing their strategies and systems to get them. To, uh, I love your your um, approach about the quarterly strategy thing. I have not heard that before. I thought, man, that makes sense. It, it's got a beginning and an end, and it's not a year away. It's a, a quarter of a way. That's like, that's just genius. Yeah, it's All like right. grow, grow the podcast, right? You know, yeah get the client attraction in place. So that way you go in, you get the job done and then you're moving on. The best way to reach me really is either via LinkedIn, uh, Beata Chalette. I'm, I'm like the only one or look up growth <laughs> architect all, all on social media or on, um, you know, on the web, you can go to my website, beatachalette.com. There's an uncovery page where you can reach out or the contact me and uh, don't be a stranger. Just, you know, share a takeaway. We love to hear from you. I'd love to share the takeaways also with Brian uh, because we're here to help more people and to help more people grow their authority and scale their impact. So just reach out and say hello. 
Yeah, and you have a powerhouse team. I was looking at your team with all their wonderful, that introduction video where everyone got a turn to introduce themselves. That was awesome. There's a lot of things that you have done that I think people should model. That was one of them, is a personal introduction, not just a picture and a blurb, which they those were there too. As they're talking, I'm scrolling, which one is it? Which one is it? You know, looking up and down. And uh, really uh, well done and um, appreciate that. There was a lot of thought that went into everything you've done. And I know that that didn't come overnight and it's come over years of learning. And that's why I love having you here on the show. And then we have one more giveaway, but don't go anywhere because after this giveaway, I'm going to ask Beate a question that is kind of mind blowing and very profound. And it could be a hair personal too. So, but we're not going to do that just a second because I'm going to let her think about that and stew on it for a little bit first. So, <laughs> yes. It, to enter to win the five-night stay at a five-star luxury resort. This is a vacation stay. Go to this web address. Write this down. Don't go there now. We still have to finish out strong on the show and then visit it right after the show's over. We will still monitor it and pick a winner randomly. RYP.im forward slash vacation. RYP.im forward slash vacation. You must be watching live to enter. And if you're not watching live, the next time... There's no more excuses. The Mind Body Business Show.com. Yes, it's a long URL. You cannot forget it. The Mind Body Business Show.com. Register to see when we are going live. You'll be notified via email and text message. You can opt out anytime, but you can join us live the moment we, we hit the air and you can engage with us and you can enter to win this incredible. It's a great prize and it's sponsored again by the Big Insider Secrets by our mutual friend, Beate. I think you know who this guy is. I do. It's Jason Nast, of all people, the amazing Jason Nast, recently married, happy as a happy as anything. I was there with him in his wedding on the cruise ship. What a great, a great heartfelt guy. You want to talk about intentions? That guy, his intentions are always rock solid and and beautiful, and um, he's an amazing guy. So I'm very happy for him to be so happy. So speaking of being happy, I can't wait for this question. <laughs> so here's a couple of things about it, uh, Beate, and that is number one is there is no such thing as a wrong answer. Okay. It doesn't exist. And, and in fact, it's the exact opposite. That's the second thing. The only correct answer is your answer. It will be unique to you. And that's the only thing that makes it even slightly personal. Uh, so it's not like getting into your knickers in your personal life at all. And um, whatever that answer is, it will be right because it's yours. And no matter how long it takes you to come up with that answer will be correct. You can take <laughs> minutes if it needs, or it may come instantly. Whatever it happens to be is absolutely perfect because it's your okay. answer. So now that there's no pressure and massive buildup, are you ready? Oh my God. I'm like dying here. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is it? What is it? What is it? Okay, here we go. Beate Chalette. How do you define success oh that's easy um success is the clarity of the place that you want to go to where you know it's enough where you have built the work-life balance that works for you where you have the people in your life that you want to surround yourself with it's basically Having a journey that's enjoyable to get to a point where you say, this is the marker that I've set for myself on whether that is on a houseboat, on a mountain, at a lake, if it's in a condo, if it's in another country, but it has a lot to do with saying, 
This is what I set myself as a marker. For me personally, success is I have set to impact as many people as I can with the strategies that I have created and with the methods I've developed. However, now that my daughter is pregnant and I am sensing a shift, I'm pretty sure that this will change uh, my definition Mm -hmm. because as having been a freaked out, overwhelmed, just dirt poor, crazy, broke mom, that enjoyment just wasn't there when I raised her because I had to make bank. So I look forward to redefining what my success is by having a cute little, you know, cute little baby um, grandchild in my life that I can, I can spoil and do things with and for that I might not have been able to for my daughter at the time to the extent I would want it to. So that's really what success is. Success is what brings you joy. Mm, you know how that's going to end, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smart bomb, bombs of wisdom, knowledge bombs. That that defines Beate Chalette. She is just the bomb. Oh, I had to get that in there. You know that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's also the gift. Don't forget that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Beate, you have been, literally, you have been a gift. And I appreciate you for coming on. I've Gosh, this has been so much fun. I can't believe it took us going through Podmatch to come here together after 10 years. And then you come on and I've completely forgotten that we had met 10 years ago. It's like, doink. But we got to have this amazing discussion, conversation. You brought incredible value uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I, for one, can say thank you very, very much for coming on, spending your valuable time with everyone here today. If you can leave everybody with one tip, with one bit of advice, you've been through a lot. And everything you've said is just so on point because I've been through some experiences too and I can relate to so many things. Not in exactly the same way, of course, but if you were to talk to someone who was basically starting out on their entrepreneurial walk, they knew it was the way they wanted to go. It's right for them. They don't want to be someone who punches a clock working for corporate. This is what they want. What would your number one piece of advice be to that individual, no matter what their age, but what would it be to them having gone through what you've gone through and where you are now? What would you say to that person? Uh, don't take failure personal. Um, you fail your way to success. I look at failure. I have a very simple example. Like when you, when the warning in your light in your car comes up to update the GPS and you don't do it. And then one day you find yourself in a cul-de-sac because they rebuilt a particular road. You're not going to get out of the car, throw yourself on the ground, throw a temper tantrum, you never drive the car again. Car driving sucks. You hate your car. Uh, you're the worst driver in the world. You'll just go, oh, should have updated the GPS. You get back in your car and you find another way. Failure is that way. It's somebody with a, a nice gentleman or woman in a in a in a shiny neon outfit with a with a reflective marker with a stop sign that's saying, This is the wrong way. And so all you should do is say, Thank you, going another way. Mm. Great advice. Oh, my goodness. I hate for this show to end. We're going to have to have you back, Piate, for sure. You are amazing. I appreciate you. On behalf of the amazing Piate Chalette, I am the host of this show. It's called The Mind Body Business Show. I am Brian Kelly, and we will see you again 
next week. But in the meantime, please do two things. Everyone, I implore upon you to do two things. Go out and crush it in your business so you can serve more people. That's number one. And number two, I love the video, uh, visual cues. Number two is above all, everyone, please be blessed. All right, that's it for us. We'll see you again next time. So long, everybody. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com.